the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. I'd like to welcome you now to part two of our podcast. Uh, last uh, part, we talked about the fact that the Apostle Paul is endorsed as a genuine apostle, a legitimate apostle sent by God and even sent by Christ, for that matter, which the Quran actually says, sent by Christ is equivalent to being sent by God. Thank you. The Quran acknowledged that Jesus is divine. Nevertheless, the reason why we're focusing on the Apostle Paul, because we get a lot of claims from our Muslim friends that Paul was a liar who actually invented Christianity as we know it. Speaking of that, by the way, uh, later on, uh, I'll be doing more shows on this, and I'm going to show you that he was actually quoted by the Quran and by the Messenger of Islam, yet he's being called a liar. Just think about that. Nevertheless, Today, we are going to continue again. If you are tuning in, by the way, in our podcast, this is Let Us Reason. I'm your host, Al Fadi, and this is also a Facebook Live show at the same time. So if you're on radio and hear me talking to people, that's what I'm doing. I'm interacting with their comments. But if you are on Facebook also watching me uh, mentioning Let Us Reason, this is our podcast. So I am also doing both of them at the same time. We're going to go for about 24 minutes, and then we will stop. After that, the radio part will be over, but I'll stay on the air with you to interact with any comments and any questions. We started talking about one of the uh, passages in the Quran found in chapter 36 of the Quran, verse 14. And it's talking about Allah supposedly sending two messengers to a specific town. The commentators indicate that it was Antioch in Turkey, modern day Turkey. And then they were basically rejected by the people in there. And then they received a third messenger sent by God also as a reinforcement. The commentators give you all kind of names now about those. The most common trio that they use was that the three messengers were no other than Simon Peter, John, the Apostle John, and Paul. Out of all the twelve, they picked these three. That is amazing. And some even acknowledge that Paul wasn't even part of the twelve, but he encountered Jesus at a later time. Moving on now, let's look at one of the commentators. You're going to see that on front of you. And just a reminder, I am quoting things in Arabic, as you can see on the slide, intentionally, because I want my Muslim people to go for themselves and see these commentaries that I have cut and paste directly from these sources that are readily available online, as a matter of fact, for free. You can go to our website, for instance, called altafsir.com, A-L-T as in Tom, A as in Apple, F as in Frank, 
S as in Sam, I-R as in Romeo.com, altafsir.com, and you can go to that particular passage, chapter 36, verse 14, and you begin to see the bazillion amount of commentaries in there. And look, I just had a handful of them just because I knew I cannot put everything in here. This one is from Sayuti almost in the 15th century, and Sayuri stated clearly that those two messengers that were sent were Simon Peter and John, and the third one, his name was Paul or Bolus. And then he quoted somebody else, another narration, and he says the third one was Paul. Let's move on now to another commentator. His name is Al-Alusi. Al-Alusi says the following, the two were said to be, and I'm going to highlight that for you, or, or at least circle it. The first two, he says, were John and Paul. Okay? He's using the Arabic name, Paulus. Now, here's something interesting in here I'm going to show you right now. And he says, another narrator by the name Muqatil says it was Thomas and Paul. Anything in red here is Paul's name. And the reinforcement, he says, with a third one, you know, Bithalith, the third one, um, uh, it was basically, according to Ibn Abbas, he says uh, that uh, God sent Simon Peter, okay, uh, he's known as Sam'an in, in Arabic as well, and then he says that the second one was Bolus. Here was so interesting. What's so interesting is like he says, sometimes you write Bolus this way with a sod, sometimes you write it this way with a scene, you see? So sometimes with a sod, sometimes with a scene. That is interesting. He has no problem with Paul being included. He was just clarifying that sometimes you can write it this way or write it that way. And that, my friend, is a very interesting thing indeed because you would expect him to be upset that Paul is included. Here is another commentator that is renowned but contemporary in the 14th, basically, Islamic century, that is equivalent to the 20th century. In the 20th century, Ibn Ashur had no problem reporting Paul. In fact, this is what he has stated. He says, the commentators have deferred in terms of identifying these three messengers that were sent to Antioch. Okay? And he says, in the book of Acts, wow, the book of Acts, where is the book of Acts? Right here. The book of Acts is referenced right here. Where do we find the book of Acts? In the Bible. Gee, I thought the Bible is corrupt. Why would an Islamic scholar in the 20th century quote from the Bible or even make reference to a book in the Bible? He says in the book of Acts, in the New Testament. That is amazing. He knows that there is a New Testament and an Old Testament also. So, in the book of Acts, in the New Testament, that two messengers, Barnabas, and guess what he wrote? Saul, who's known as Paul. He uses Arabic name Shaul, which is also in Hebrew, by the way. It sounds like that. Saul, Shaul, who's known as Paul, Bolus, who are from the apostles. The apostles of whom? And they were described as prophets. That is so interesting. Paul is considered to be a prophet. Who sends prophets? God sends prophets. No wonder the verse started it in the Quran by saying, We sent. Who is the we? 
Every Muslim should know that the we is reference to Allah, right? That's the plural of majesty. I'm not so sure really why Allah needs a plural of majesty to begin with, but that's a whole different topic. Nevertheless, we agree then that Simon Peter was one of them, as we see here. But then also it talks about Paul, Barnabas, and Simon, according to them. I would agree that it was Paul and Barnabas who went to Antioch. We go to the book of Acts chapter 11. Even one of these commentaries say, but we don't have evidence really that Simon actually was the third one to go over there. Actually, Selah was another one of those prophets, and even Timothy was one of those that went and as a reinforcement for them. But obviously, uh, you know, sometimes the commentators just go by whatever they're hearing, hearsay, all the time. The story of our life, of course. Nevertheless, let's go on to another one of those commentaries. Ibn al-Jawzi, right here. Ibn al-Jawzi, right here, on in the, basically the 13th century, he says, The two were John and Paul, and the third one is Shimon or Simon. And they were sent by who? Jesus. I thought the verse says, we sent them, and the we is to Allah. Who's the we? Apparently, Jesus is included in the we. That's just something for us to think about. That will be a whole different video series, by the way. And we will be working on it. I mean, we got, we got nothing but time uh, to try to focus on these things. Now I'm going to give you other also references. And you're going to see here the place where you can even go and investigate what I'm talking about. It's in Islamport.com. Islamport.com. That's the website that has many of these references. This one comes from the hadith, the, the explanation or the commentary on the hadith collection of Bukhari known as Fath al-Bari Bisharh Sahih al-Bukhari li Ibn Hajr al-Asqalani. This is as good as the Quran, by the way. Uh, and this guy is the one who took the Bukhari hadith collection and commenta- uh, did a commentary on it. Now, here's what it says. The name of these three messengers, the name of the three messengers, and he gives you these strange names right here. But then he says, other narrators indicated that their name was Simon, John, and who's the third one? Bolus, that's Paul. And they were messengers from the Messiah, messengers from the Messiah, the Mashiach, Al-Masih. Okay, so Jesus is the one who was the sender of these Messiah. Now we're going to move on to another verse. And let me stop and say here, if you're just tuning in, in our podcast, this is Let Us Reason. I'm your host, Al-Fadi, and we are going through our teaching from the Islamic sources to prove that early Islamic thoughts, all the way until even contemporary ones, included Paul as one of the apostles of Jesus, never attacked Paul, They have no problem, basically, that Paul is considered to be a messenger sent by Jesus. And they're referring to a story where uh, where Paul was sent, basically, by the Church of Christ to Antioch with Barnabas. And they're claiming that there was a third one that went with them. And they include either John or Simon at the same time. So, nevertheless, we see that the Quran collaborate what the Bible is teaching. After all, the Quran came 600 years after the time of the Bible. Here's another verse that is found in the exact same chapter, Surah Yasin, chapter 36. We were commenting on verse 14. Now, the next one, verse 15, it says, They said, meaning the people of Antioch, You are nothing but humans like us, and 
the gracious did not send down anything. You are only lying. Here is where they were being accused. Now, one of the commentators, Ibn Ashur, uh, who uh, died in the year 1393 in the Islamic calendar, which means uh, basically in the 20th century, he says the people of Antioch and the surrounding towns basically were a mixture of Jews and also pagans, basically. And uh, he says uh, from uh, the Greek people, okay, they were Gentiles, technically speaking. And he was saying that these people were telling these messengers that included Paul, by the way, that, um, uh, you know, you are just like us. Why should we believe that you are sent from God? Okay. Now, the God of Islam is making the argument that they were messengers sent by him, and he's just reporting how the people of Antioch received him. So the, uh, the Quran here in this uh, chapter is not denying that they were sent by God. It's just talking about how the people of Antioch actually replied back to them or reacted to them. And then it says that he went to a city called Lestra, and I'm going to begin to highlight things for you, to a city known as Lestra, and he performed a miracle. What do you think the miracle was? There was a crippled man that Paul says, by faith, stand up, and the guy stood up and walked. And when they saw this, they began to worship Barnabas and Paul and praise them. But Barnabas and Paul told them, we're just a human being like you. And they tore their clothes. Where do you find this? Acts 14, verses 1 to 16. Boy, that is an amazing thing because it says right here, Paul Bolus was one of them. That is amazing. Where did this story come from? From the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 1 to 16. You can read the whole chapter, but this is specifically what this is referring to. Do you see the importance of actually looking at these things? Nevertheless, let's go now to the next one. Chapter 5 of the Quran, verse 18. 5, verse 18. The Jews, this is what the Quran is reporting. The Jews and the Christians say, we are the children of God. That's the emphasis right here. We are what? We are the children of God right here and his beloved. So here where the Quran actually argues against that. But nevertheless, let me show you now where this concept came from. According to Al-Alusi, uh, who died basically in the 13th century uh, of the Islamic calendar, meaning in the 19th century, he says that one of the apostles, his name as the Apostle Paul, wrote in the book of Romans that the believers are called the children of God, that the Holy Spirit testifies to our spirit that we are the children of Allah, actually, he's saying, and... Uh, and we are his beloved. Now, do we find this in uh, Romans? Absolutely. Romans chapter 8, starting from verse 14 going down, the Apostle Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, uh, the, the, the Spirit testifies to our spirit that we are the children of God, that the Spirit will enable us to pray, Abba, Father, and the list can go on and on and on. So he's quoting from Romans, the writing of Paul. He had no problem saying that Paul said this. He didn't say it was corrupt. Where did this idea come from? Look at the date. Remember, this is the date that we see right here. This is his date. The 19th century 
A.D., 19th century A.D., which is the 13th century Islam. That was 12, almost 1,300 years after the time of the uh, Prophet of Islam. 1,300 years, and he was still making reference to Paul and even making reference to the writings of Paul in the book of Romans. If you're joining us right now on radio, this is our podcast, Let Us Reason. I'm your host, Al-Fadi, and we've been going through uh, the discussion about uh, the early Islamic thoughts and also references to the Apostle Paul, where we are proving without a shadow of a doubt that many of the renowned Islamic commentators on many passages in the Quran, including chapter 36, verse 14, chapter 36, verse 15, now chapter 5, verse 18, they all make reference to the Apostle Paul, and they even make references to the book of Acts and many of the acts that Paul did, like miracles and also his writings in the book of Romans. All that to say that as a result of this, no one better come back again and tell me that the Apostle Paul is a liar. No one better tell me that the Apostle Paul invented Pauline Christianity. No one better tell me that the Apostle Paul was not sent by Jesus. The Quran says it's Allah who sent him. So you have a problem, take it up with God, the Allah of the Quran, and discuss it with him. Because as far as I know, I'm quoting to you your own sources. And don't come back and tell me that there is any fabrication here. I put it for you in Arabic. That's the language of Islam. You take the screenshot. In fact, you can always take it and go and investigate it for yourself. I gave you the name of the scholar. I gave you the year that the scholar died. And you can go to a website like altafsir.com and see it for yourself. And yes, it's available for free, just in case you're wondering. Let's go on to another passage here. Now we're going to get on to chapter 6 of the Quran, a passage, verses 18 to 20. And in here, we find Surah Al-An'am, chapter uh, 6, basically, of the Quran, verses 18 to 20. And in here, Ibn Ishaq, Ibn Ishaq says, Jesus, the son of Mary, sent a number of apostles and their followers. And he mentioned that he sent Peter, and with him he sent Paul, or Bolus. And Bolus, he says, or Paul, was one of the followers of the apostles. And he sent him, he says, to Rome. I wonder where he got these ideas from. Anyone knows? Other than the Bible? The Bible is the one that quoted all of this. Chapter 61 of the Quran, verse 14, we read the following. O you who believe... Be supporters of God, as Jesus, son of Mary, said to the disciples, Who are my supporters towards God? The disciple says, We are God's supporters. So a group of the children of Israel believed. Okay? Notice what it says. A group of the children of Israel believed. Not everybody believed in Jesus, while another group disbelieved. What happened to the group that believed? We, here we go with the we again, supported those who believed against their foe, so they became dominant. Please tell me that this verse says that the domination ended. I don't see the word ended here. Dominant until a time came. Dominant for a time. Dominant for a short period. Dominant until our messenger came, meaning Islam. We don't see that. 
became dominant. In fact, in another passage, you find in chapter 3, it says they became dominant, actually, until the day of resurrection. They became superior until the day of resurrection. Are we in the day of the resurrection? I don't think so. I don't see any judgment day happening right now. So, according to the Quran, those who believed became dominant. Who was preaching the gospel? Apostles, including who? Paul. So the teaching of Paul is endorsed according to the teaching of the Quran. If I'm a little bit excited, by the way, I'm excited because I want my Muslim friends to uncover for the first time the truth that was hidden from them, actually, in their own treasure sources known as the commentators, for instance. So please take the time to go ahead and do this. So Surah Al-Saf, chapter 14, stated this. And look what the commentators are saying. Somebody like Ibn Ashur, for instance. Ibn Ashur is saying that the the group that believed, basically, uh, they believed with this message, and they were receiving the victory and the enforcement and the strength. And God basically says, Allah supported the Nazarene, okay? And those who followed the message of the apostles and their followers, the message of the apostles, right here, al-Hawariyin, and their followers, such as Bolus or Paul. We're almost approaching the end of the podcast, and I would like now to see if we can interact with some of your comments in the next four minutes or so. So I'm going to kindly ask the uh, control room to uh, enlarge these uh, comments so we can see uh, if we have missed anything, we're going to start going back again up a little bit. And um, uh, we see a comment here. Uh, let me see. Um, okay. So uh, David Adams uh, watching and listening from Nigeria. Hey, thank you, David. Uh, we appreciate that. Sam Nicole saying, Brother Al-Fadi, can you do a live show with Brother Rashid and Brother Osama? I'm talking to Osama, and we will be doing something with Osama next year, Lord willing. Uh, believe me, man, I've been trying to get a hold of Rashid, uh, but just pray that he responds to my messages. He is busy and he is overwhelmed, so be praying for him. He's going through some changes as well, and he's having new shows and so on and so forth. So I am praying that the two of us will connect and do things like this for sure. Um, uh, let's uh, take a look if there is any. Okay, Nadim from Pakistan. Uh, wonderful. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, David Adams saying, we are proud of you. But, you know, glory to God, brother. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am nobody. I'm just a servant of the Most High. Then we have Muhammad Orfan, who, by the way, fascinates me by his sophisticated commentaries on anything I do. And it goes like this. LOL. That's all he can come up with. Thank you, Muhammad. We are so proud of you. And Sam Nicole says, Allah and Jesus... We, in the Quran, basically in chapter 931, absolutely. I mean, that's, I'm telling you, there is so much rich information in here that we can use to show that the Quran had no problem, including Jesus actually as divine. Uh, Margaret Sadler from the UK, uh, love the way our Lord Jesus is using all your talents for his glory. Praise the Lord for that. I'm, I'm no talented person. I, my wisdom is from him. And everything I do to bring glory to his name. That's all we do. So thank you again for your hard work. Praise the Lord. Keep praying for us, please. Uh, Prince uh, Molonji Moses, I'm sorry if I'm butchering any of your names, guys. I apologize. Oh, yes. Invite Muslims to be preached to. Amen. 
Sam Nicole is mentioning chapter 3, verse 55, the one that I mentioned to you right now, which is that God made them superior until the day of judgment. And, oh, Sam, you are a sister. I am so sorry. You know, that you see, Sam to me, it goes either way, right? So I apologize. Um, forgive me if I butchered that also. That wasn't intentional since I didn't know at all. Uh, James, my friend, uh, thank you so much for being here. I love the way usually you comment and you interact and the knowledge that you have. Yep, they have no answers. I agree. Miriam uh, says, Quran, chapter 4, verse 171, Jesus' messenger, word of God, spirit of Allah, means he is God. Absolutely. Amen. And by the way, we have one minute left to wrap this podcast. Don't go anywhere. Stay here until I finish wrapping the podcast. So thank you again for joining us in another episode of Let Us Reason. You can always go to our website, syriainternational.com, and watch the section about Let Us Reason. You can go to iTunes and uh, listen to it. You can go also to uh, SoundClouds, or you can also go to Omni Studios. And we encourage you also to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sierra International. And consider becoming also a Patreon patron or even a PayPal a supporter because you're giving as little as one dollar we don't care we are using it to produce more and more of these radio shows and those videos as well we've been on the air for almost five years so thank you so much and god bless you until we meet again next week have a blessed day Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.